Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Liverpool are into the final of the Club World Cup. Manchester City are playing Leicester and King Carlo's back in the Prem. The greatest and goodest of all the tidings we bring, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Marcus Speller. Pete Donaldson's looking confused. Jim Campbell's looking happy. And Luke Moore is looking very excited indeed. God rest ye merry gentlemen. <laughs> How many mince pies have you had yet uh, since the start of the season, uh, Marcus Speller? 217. Oh, I had one with gin last night. I've got a mince pie it. rating chart. Mm. I've not that does not one. surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> As you always say, Luke, with, with various sort of more niche things, you always get the perverts. Yeah, you do. You've become yeah. one now, haven't you? Yeah. Mm. My wife and I have put together a uh, mince pie rating chart. Right. For those who are interested, um, Morrison's in store bakery are currently number one. Oh, in store. You got in store? Yeah. Mate. Custommyride.com. Sainsbury's in store. Number two. Yeah. Right. Well, sorry, what was number two? Sainsbury's in store. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are rules to it, which I won't bore you all with now. Right. But the in store ones, so. <laughs> <laughs> ones do fall under the, the right purview. Would you allow? Would you allow Allow yourself to have one with gin in it. Yeah. Oh, in it. Right. Yeah, yeah it's got like slow gin. I can't remember so what, what part, supermarket what part of me do you think wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't enjoy eating a mince pie in <laughs> any capacity? Yeah. What about a bit of brandy, Peter? A bit yeah. more Christmassy. bit of brandy. Brandy yeah. butter, hello. Like well, in, in bottom when they have Christmas dinner and they eat mm. vodka margarine. Vodka margarine. margarine. Yeah. <laughs> vodka margarine. Right then, ladies and gentlemen. One potato or two spud gum? <laughs> two, please. One potato or two spud <laughs> Sorry. A lot of younger, li- younger listeners and non-British uh, listeners going, what on earth are they going on about? And but, fuck them, quite yeah. frankly. To be fair, 
fair, probably not different from any other yeah, week. Yeah, this is our show, not yours. Exactly. Yeah, but we do appreciate you listening. <laughs> yeah. Rick Mayer was trending on Twitter yesterday for absolutely no reason, as right? it should be. So, Craig, yes, Craig Davis' is dad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, let's us. not do any football today. Should we not bother? Yeah, it's like the last day of school, isn't it? Yeah. Should we just play Monopoly? It's not the last day of school because we're back in on Monday. Well, you yeah. know, we've got a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> We got a weekend. Turning up, Jim. Do not be a teacher. Yeah. No. <laughs> every Thursday, bring your toys in. This is every week now. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. But Liverpool are into the Club World Cup final. Oh my goodness, it's the reaching, big one. reaching mm. fever pitch in Qatar. Um, they beat Monterey two one. They'll play Flamengo in the final. Jurgen Klopp was shown a yellow card for his antics towards Antonio Mohamed in the uh, Monterey uh, dugout, dugout. Is the word I'm looking for. Mm. Yeah. It's not a dugout anymore, is it? No, it's a technical area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's just the technical area, the actual uh, footprint of the entire yeah. situation. It's the, it's the, the bench. Really. It's the a bench. bench really, yeah. yeah but are they true. benches? They're individual gaming chairs. But a lot of them are sponsored by popular car brands, mm. which means they're individual they like, luxury chairs. Because they look yeah. like cars, like the ones you'd have in a car. That's right. I believe it was Ken Bates when he was Chelsea owner. Batesy. Refused for a decent while to let them have comfortable chairs <laughs> in the dugout because he right? said that he didn't want the players to be happy there. Do you yeah. remember that? Um, I might have said this on here that a, a friend of the show who will remain nameless said that he was once at some event and Ken Bates turned up and was, was walking around like he owned the place because it's Ken Bates yeah. and leaving a trail of destruction in his wake. And there was a, there was a woman with him who was going around. And if anybody was looking a bit funny and going, well, what's this all about? She would just be going, that's Ken Bates, you know, that's Ken Bates. Really? <laughs> like this really sort of odd cheerleader. My, my first ever job was at Chelsea TV. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it was. And uh, Ken Bates owned the club at the time. Mm. And the two things I remember is that we were told on the first day, and this never happened to me because I never met him, was that if you, if you do meet Ken Bates, it's mm-hmm. Mr. Chairman or Mr. Bates. Right. And uh, which is very close if you were a childish persuasion to of something course. else. Mm. And then as you walked into the reception, it had a um, kind of like a light, like a scale model. I forget what it was of, but it had some kind of motivational quote about the Romans. It was not the stadium. The, the... Might have been the stadium. Yeah. The motivational quote about the Romans. So, <laughs> so something about like... Stanford the... Bridge wasn't built in a day. No, no. It's something like the Romans, but the Romans um, didn't get what they got by committee. They got there by killing everyone that's in their way or something like that. Something like that. <laughs> something but, but you know what? At the risk of being unfair to Mr. Bates, I can't remember it exactly, so mm. I don't want to mischaracterize I think, I think if, like. Ken, if, if anybody other than Ken Bates had done, done the plan of making the um, the bench <laughs> uncomfortable, they would be like, oh, what a great, what a visionary. Yes. You know? Yeah. Well, well, of course, <clears> but it, it's Ken Bates. Everyone goes, what an idiot. Yes, but famously though, in uh, at San Siro, which is still there and still occupied by Milan and Inter, of course, I mean, in, in, yes, in the home dressing room, in the Milan, sorry, they're both home teams. In the Milan dressing room, sorry, mm. in the home uh, dressing room, um, I think it was Berlusconi who put in you, your kind of car seats as you're talking about on right. the benches. Every individual player is treated like you are a god of Milan yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Whereas Inter under Maratti, it was, it was a bit more of a well, I'd say he's of a left wing persuasion, but he was a you know rather wealthy individual mm. and so on. That it was benches. It was like going mm. into a, a, essentially a glorified you know Saturday morning team sort of mm. dressing room because he wanted everyone to stay a bit more I mean, humble. That's steady miss falling apart, though. To be fair, so. yeah, but the dressing room was because of mismanagement like that. Was there not something um, w- with Chelsea trying to? Get permission to build a new stadium where uh, there was one resident who refused to leave. Habit Spurs as well. No, but it wasn't it Ken Bates? Didn't Ken oh, Bates yeah, refuse to yeah. leave his penthouse? That's oh, yeah, true, yeah. No, you might be right and there. He turned 88 last week, so happy birthday, Ken. Yeah, Ken. <laughs> if you listen <laughs> to Bates. Mr. You, Bates. Sorry, yeah. Only oh, Mr. Mr. Chairman Ken. or Mr. Bates. Yeah, happy Master, birthday, Mr. Bates, if you're, listening, okay. if you're listening from Monaco. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
where you live. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Mm. Uh, but yes, Liverpool are into the final of the Club World Cup, which is the big one. Uh, they were Left beaten 5-0 by Aston Villa, of course, mm. in uh, the, the day Cup, before in the League Cup, which is understandable, um, despite the efforts of, of the exciting Harvey Elliott. But um, it was a good win. Last minute win, little sneaker yeah. from Firmino. It's funny, actually, people have been quite quiet about this, given that this is the event in the football calendar, this tournament, <laughs> isn't it? This is what everybody builds up to all, it's, it's, all season. It's mad how you won't get a real <laughs> kind of zeitgeisty effect when you put a game on at 4pm when everyone's at work on BBC Two. Yeah. The week before Christmas. Yes. Yeah. People are doing other stuff. This is a pre-runner to what's going to happen in, in the World Cup in but, Qatar. Yeah. But are we being unfair, though, because... No. You, okay. <laughs> Peter, please. Uh, I, I was just going to say that is, is it is it a bit of the old because you know back in the day that English the, the FA wouldn't send a team to the World Cup and they didn't want to be involved in the European. Well, let me let me finish. Going back to the 1930s. Yeah, but they, they also didn't. They were also very reluctant to enter English teams into European competition because there was a there was a a kind of arrogance about it. Mm. We are on record, particularly in this room, but also in the English. Going pub, football going public at large as being quite derisive of the Club World Cup. No, I love but, it. But you have to um, you have to win the Champions League to qualify for it. So should it be given a little bit more kind of kudos? <laughs> have we been particularly derisive? I don't recall this. Marcus has been very derisive. Marcus has, yes. Not I, I wasn't that being that bad. Well, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because it's, in theory, it, sh- it should be... It's a big deal to other nations. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I guess the European dominance in it generally, obviously it's you know broadly split, split between Europe and South America over the years, is... Uh, Makes it less competitive, I suppose. So, like, you, you, you know that the winners of the Asian Champions League aren't going to win, realistically. Mm. I suppose in the future that might change and that might make it exciting. But, um, yeah, it's I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it's a format issue. Maybe it's when it's played, but it doesn't it doesn't have the glamour that you feel like it should. Well, I think that's what we're kind of it's got lots of glamour. I'm afraid <laughs> that's the thing. You well, can always buy in glamour. You certainly can. Um, but I think you know we're talking about the time of year and feeling a bit sorry for Liverpool because it. Mm. You know, they're out the League Cup essentially because of this. Now, people might say, oh, well, it's only the League Cup, but still, it's a domestic trophy. Yeah. And, and and I'll be honest with you, I would imagine Liverpool fans or any any fans, but Liverpool fans would celebrate winning the League Cup more than the Club World Cup. They're changing the Club World Cup format to the summer, which becomes like, literally as it sounds, a Club World Cup of 24 mm. teams, which uh, is under a lot of criticism and scrutiny and, and so on. I I just you know they used to have a one-off game. It was at the Intercontinental Cup. I think it was played in Japan between the South American and the European champions. And this has come along. The European teams have been very critical of this in the past. Um, I mean, it was played in January before many years ago. I remember, you know, Man United didn't play in the third round of the FA Cup that time. It just, I think it just spoils, it interrupts the European season. Mm. Do, you, do you think that, that, that Liverpool might actually quite enjoy uh, just getting away from everything for a little while, getting away from all of the headlines, all of the pressure of the league mm. and just taking a week away just to take stock, do double training sessions, people, players who might not have that time to recover, getting a few days to recover. Bit of sunshine. Bit of sunshine. How I mean, can you recover case, and do double training sessions at the same time? Well, I mean, some players will be on double training sessions, Luke. Some people This is not. This is an interview. This is an yes, interview for the be, coach yeah. job. Well, Jurgen Klopp is clearly not happy with it, hence him uh, getting all feisty and uh, yellow cardy. But he, he's been very critical. And I think that's the thing is that when you when when it interrupts the, mm. the domestic yes. league, that's why it's yeah. the European and, teams. And the European team is the big side going there. If you took the European team out, I'm pretty sure the rest of them would go, well, well, this is not as good. And it's happening, isn't it, because it's a FIFA competition. Yeah. And yeah. FIFA 
don't like the continual creep of more dominating of, of club of um, UEFA football, yeah. yeah. Like, not just UEFA, but club football generally, but UEFA mm. chiefly. And so that's why they're doing what you've just described, mm. this plan in the future. I, I found, I understand that Liverpool wanted to keep that core first team together and, and keep them on this winning run and, yeah. and, and treat them as a as an amazing team, which is exactly what they are. So I get the reticence to leave maybe a handful, four or five players back home to take pace mm-hmm. in this League Cup um, tie. But I don't necessarily see why they couldn't have kept them back for like a, a day and flown them out and said, all right, you won't be able to play in this first game. Yeah. Mm. But they'd have had enough to beat Monterey anyway. Could have done a Mark Hughes play two games in a day. Yes, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I used to do it every weekend when I was 17. Yeah. <laughs> don't so, know the born, do they? No, I don't. For the, for the bloody yeah. money they earn. I mean, if you're only playing nine a games a yeah. day. Yeah. Having said that, they only just snuck past Monterey. So maybe yeah. in retrospect, it was the right thing I just to think do. it's a bit of a shame because if, if you and Klopp and, and Liverpool thought, you know, we saw Man City win a domestic treble. Wouldn't it be phenomenal? To go for a quadruple or, or even yeah. that domestic well, treble. Well, Guardiola did that with with his Barcelona team. Yeah. Didn't he? I think they won six trophies in a oh, calendar year. So that is that is effectively hadn't, the benchmark. Hadn't Pedro at one point in his career won more trophies than he'd lost games? Something that's right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was absolutely. When he went yeah. to Chelsea and corrected that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if Club wanted to win that League Cup tie, he would have won that League Cup tie, Marcus. I'm fairly certain of that. He well, no, but that, no, because some better players. Well, back. no, because as Luke's has said, he wanted to take the core of the side. He thought it was important. Mm. And if you don't go and, and respect the sort of the um, integrity of the Club World Cup. Maybe he was put under pressure. I don't know. But clearly he was unhappy with, with what he had to do. Mm-hmm. But they won't be playing this weekend. No. Uh, they will have a little bit of a rest before it gets mental when they're playing about three <laughs> games of, yeah. in five it's, days. Again, it's always worth pointing out that, um, as we heard on OTC yesterday, <laughs> German, the Bundesliga had games midweek this week. Yeah. Um, ahead of their winter the break. The English disease. Which they call the Eng- they call it an English week. Yeah. We've got an English week yeah. and they play like so many games. And obviously then they have their winter break where they can take stock and have a bit of a rest. English football, nah. Not a break. More games. Ramp yeah. it up. We've got more games. <laughs> yeah. Squeeze yeah. a cup in there as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The worst Definitely. thing that ever happened to English footballers is that the, um, the under, under floor, under soil here... Because they didn't cancel as uh, many games. Cooled off, yeah. That's true, yeah. yeah. And by the time the Euros come around, we'll be exhausted. Mm. Yeah. Nice well, to see uh, Monterey, though, isn't it? Always nice to see any glimpse of Mexican football, the most mysterious and exotic yeah. football on earth. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Liga MX sounds like a video game system. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. And the kits. Oh, the kits. Oh, the kits. Oh, the kits. My goodness. Right, let's uh, turn our attention to the Premier League. Everton are hosting Arsenal. New managers all round, it mm. seems. Uh, Ancelotti will uh, take charge of Everton. I'm not sure if he'll be in charge of that game. Um, Duncan Ferguson may need to be um, killed to... Uh, now, will he keep Duncan on his staff, though? I th- that's, yeah. the, that's the rumour, he will. Right. Well, because we were we we were worried, weren't we, um, for, for whoever Angelotti took over, that it might be too relaxed, and we made quite a bit of that kind of chat. Um, well, if you've got Duncan Ferguson on your staff, it should address yeah. some sort of the balance. Well, maybe he could come and join Arteta. If not... Duncan Ferguson going to Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, with Arteta. No, I think, I think Duncan Ferguson... Good cop, Ferguson, bad cop. No, I think... I think <laughs> well, firstly, I think Arteta's actually probably going to be a hard taskmaster. Yeah. We'll come on to him in a minute, but I don't think... It, All right, think... hard cop, even harder cop. <laughs> come along, Jim. <laughs> I, I, I think it's good to have a bit of continuity, mm. um, and Ferguson's been there a long time. I, I'm fascinated by this Angelotti appointment. Mm. Horncastle said that... Um, mm. He said to me, I can't remember if he said it on OTC, but he said to me that... Um, it's an, an interesting situation where Ancelotti thinks that Everton's a better prospect than Arsenal. There's no disrespect to Everton, but it kind of gives you a little bit of the uh, a bit of insight into the status mm. of both the clubs mm. at the moment. Um, it's also dependent on how serious Arsenal were about Ancelotti. I think you know that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I don't think he'd been the right appointment for Arsenal anyway, as we've already spoken about. But um, to me, Everton 
feels like a roughly similar profile to Napoli. Mm-hmm. And it didn't yeah. really work for him there. And 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 I think he's he's a continuity coach as we've talked about. He's a guy who is a bit of a a player whisperer, mm-hmm. and I, I think this will be a big challenge for him. But it's exciting for a team like Everton. I mean, Spurs have managed to get themselves into a position where they've hired a you know the most famous coach in the world, if nothing else. And and now Everton have got a player of uh, sorry a coach of the of the pedigree of Ancelotti. It feels a bit like it could be look, looking retrospectively. It could be a bit of a paradigm shift. Are, are people are people sort of saying that uh, Mikel Arteta is definitely hundred percent going to be the Arsenal manager because there's not been an official approach until uh, certainly last night. There wasn't there wasn't any official approach. And the, Man City well, was spitting. Yeah, about City that. Are, are fuming about that, aren't yeah. they? Um, but they said but, they're not going to stop him talking. Yeah, no, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. it must but, have absolutely blindsided them. Well, they, they, yeah. they, they, who, who could have seen this coming? <laughs> well, they spotted a, a couple of uh, chief Arsenal negotiators leaving Arteta's house. Uh, late in the week, and uh, and then Arteta left the stadium by himself mm. last night. So it sounds like something's definitely moved. Oh, yeah. but it, but I, th- I think it's far from cut and dry. Yeah, as as yet, there's no official announcement announcement at the time of recording. That might be different by the time the show comes out. But I think you know both of those are, are pretty. He's pretty he's sure to happen. Arteta, in terms of the better markets, which is normally a pretty good uh, barometer of this mm. sort of thing, he Arteta is unbackably short. He's the 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 like standout biggest favourite and the mm. next best one is Patrick Vieira at 20 to 1 mm. so at the time of recording I'll it, take looks it. Like, it looks <laughs> like it's happening yeah so that, that'll be I mean it's, it's, it's even particularly for for, um, for, 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 for for the Premier League even this season has been mad mm. already in terms of management mm. yeah There's a lot I mean, it's it come all at once yeah. yeah a lot of churn straight I, away on so. Evan I think Duncan Ferguson the way he's speaking in the press at the moment like, he, he really seems to have caught the managerial bug I think yeah. he might be moving on sooner rather than later to somewhere be a big wrench for him get... though wouldn't it be mm-hmm. a big wrench for him because yeah. he's been there a long time so do, you, do you think that's an, I mean how do you look at that game as an Arsenal fan Jim do you look, look at it and go god that's a nightmare fixture for us or is it good at that stage now where they want to be away from the Emirates until it sorts mm. itself out to get a little bit of pressure off probably that Though at the same time, Mikel Arteta is uh, is is well regarded at Arsenal, so actually having him in the dugout sooner rather than later would probably be a good thing as well. It's weird that he's you know this is his two English clubs uh, in this game. Potentially the new manager bounce does that cancel each other out if two clubs have <laughs> if both clubs have new managers? That's a, yeah, they, that's I mean, a weird one. They but... won't be in position for for this weekend presumably. But um, will Ancelotti be playing a four four two against Arsenal? Yeah, <laughs> he is. Who knows? Um, <laughs> he used to like one back in the day. On on the Arteta thing, Mark. You know, you mentioned. Mm. I think it was you just said earlier that um, he's a bit he's tougher than he kind of mm. looks. Yeah. Arteta. Is there, is there an element with any of you guys that you think? Um, I mean, assuming he goes there. It's an absolutely gigantic job for someone who's doing their first oh. job in management. Well, yeah. of course it is, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, he has to go and do that somewhere, doesn't he? And, well, not necessarily. Um, he go a job in the championship. I think well, yeah, but he didn't look. Yeah. No, no, no. But that, 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 Luke's point is absolutely spot on. It's a flipping enormous. Yeah, it's probably the job, biggest but, job in English football. I'm, I'm, I would, I'm offering a counterpoint to it, Marcus. I'm not disputing it. Okay. Um, but you know, he's he's well regarded. He's obviously he's worked under Pep Guardiola. There's this there's this idea that that means he's going to be like a sort of like Pep Guardiola, mm. which isn't necessarily true at all, is it? But I think the Arsenal is such a confusing job as well mm. as being a big job that it needs new ideas. And somebody who knows the club, who actually does have a little bit of coaching pedigree, uh, you know, sort of behind the scenes within the world of football, is is certainly. It, it looks like a strategy that makes a little bit of sense, which is rare from mm. Arsenal and, and it's appreciated. But it's you know it's a it's a weird job. Again, Arteta has been known for improving players at Man City. Um, he, he's worked a lot with with Sterling, obviously as 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 um, Guardiola has, um, and obviously Sterling's a brilliant player. But um, Arsenal need that so so badly. They need they someone need who's going to come in. Well. Oh, 
Definitely. Rather than but the they, front. They, well, the whole team needs to be better at defending. That's they need part to of the improve problem. their system rather than, yeah. rather than well, individual they, players. They need to they? improve absolutely everything. <laughs> and whoever's coming in, they need to be the person who's in charge of, of just imprinting a new style on the team and improving those players, getting that, getting a, getting a recognisable style. He says he wants to play attacking, flowing football. If Arsenal have the players, uh, Arsenal should have the players to do that. But, you know, he's got to figure out if actually they don't and they need to be a bit more, bit more pragmatic. So it's... Uh, it's it's a, it's a weird one. It's a bit scary, exact exactly because he's not had a, a, a you know a, a head coaching position before. I, but it's I also was, quite exciting because you don't know what to expect. If I was sat on the in, in the dugout uh, for Man City against Arsenal, I'd be like, oh, what am I mm. walking into? The, the, pro, the, pro, <laughs> the problem I find is, and that's all that's all fair. Nothing Jim said there is inaccurate. But to me, I mean, obviously with respect, it, to me it just sounds like window dressing. From the outside looking in, that's window dressing because it's a second, probably the second biggest job. In the history of the Premier League, if you if you look mm-hmm. at like if you look at Man go, United going in after Man United after Ferguson yeah. and essentially going in after Wenger, mm. Emery's come from a background of dealing with big players mm. at a club with huge ambitions and huge amounts of money, and clearly he wasn't without his faults and he had his, his issues. But you wonder if Emery's not qualified to do it. Is Arteta now? We're not saying he isn't. I'm just saying it's imp- at this mm. point it's impossible to know, mm. and he is essentially choosing probably the hardest job he's ever going to do as a coach. Mm. First, and, quite, that, and, that, and that has to and that has to be taken into account. I quite like that, though. Do you know what I mean? It shows I love it, Jim. Because I'll, I'll be on the outside in looking in. And <laughs> yeah. it, be, it could be amazing, but it yeah. could be an absolute bin fire. I don't think it's going to be. Um, I don't think the the bin will be put out by the end of this season. I think this season is a bin fire. Whatever happens, will he, he get could win every game? And it could still like probably stack up as a disaster. Will he get Pep down the um, down the M1 to to put the bin fire out for him? Before <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Mm, I think uh, I well, I, I I couldn't ignore the comments of uh, Willie Aubameyang, of course. Pierre, Why would you? Remember, uh, Emmerich's mm. uh, brother believes that Arteta is the same as uh, Freddie Unberg, as, as both have no uh, experience. Is he also the rapper? I know that's Felix Ghost Street. That's just his friend. Yeah, no, no. I think that's he's got another. I think he's got not another brother. Yeah. Okay, right. Okay. So yeah, I, th- I don't think uh, Willie is the rapper. Well, what, if you, by the way, if you if you if you're a journalist going tasked with getting a quote mm. from one of Pierre Emerick Aubameyang's brothers about Arsenal yeah. and about Mikel Arteta, why are you not getting the rapper? Well, yeah. I don't think a journalist went out. I just think he posted on social media. Yeah, that's no, what journalism is these days. That's journalism <laughs> these days, mate. It's my journalism. Yeah. Guy's uh, basically Wayne Lineker. Isn't yeah, he? exactly. Yeah. Big Veng believes that Arteta will need help if he is to be a success. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, imagine. <laughs> is there imagine room? Get him in as his assistant, Marcus. <laughs> tell, tell us about Big Sam. <laughs> when you said big, then I thought you were going to say Big Sam. Oh no, no, no! I was saving that to until uh, all the serious chat died down. Yeah. Um, I mean, a man. What you want is a strong leader, and when you hear someone say, "I could come and work on Arsenal's defence and make them better tomorrow," not a problem whatsoever. I've done it everywhere <laughs> I've been. Talking about lack of experience, well, listen to yeah. this experience. I've done it everywhere I've been: Newcastle, Blackburn, Bolton, West Ham, Crystal Palace, Everton. I've done it all there. To be fair, he has. He New- has. Newcastle yeah. wasn't a brilliant. Time he's, that was a while he's ago. Done though. something, yeah. yeah. I mean, he has sorted out the defense. I know people who could sort out Arsenal's defense. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, all I, of I reckon have a decent shot at it. I was in the pub with four other people last night, and I reckon <laughs> two of them could sort out Arsenal's yeah. defense. But Big Sam, you can't ha- find you can hammer him for the stuff he says, and he's obviously a bit of a risible character. And if you look at his, his win percentage, it doesn't kind of sta- mm. stand up at a team. But if you look like at his Arsenal. voting record, it's not good. I would never dream of doing that because we have secret bias in this country and I'm for that, Marcus. Mm. Unlike, unlike the, uh, the demagogues among us. Yeah. Um, How have you got access to that? That's another... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going on assumption. Anyway, yeah. carry on, Luke. Um, I think it's probably fair, if I'm going to be completely even-handed about this, to say that 
the Arsenal job might present a different challenge to what Big Sam's done before. Yeah, mm. I mean, he's, he's saying that with a glint in his eye, isn't he? Sadly, and I do mean sadly, we'll never know. No. Sadly, he co-hosts a breakfast show on national radio <laughs> where the other person doesn't want to say much, so he relied <laughs> upon a lot, yeah. and this stuff does tend to come out. If, if he'd had some sort of bigger job, you know, yeah, maybe like an international job or something like that, and that had gone well, <laughs> then maybe that would have given him the platform to go into such a role. And a very quickly shout out before we move on um, to the quality of goals on display last night between yeah. Everton and Leicester. Absolutely. Mm. Um, particularly the Leighton Baines blast from oh, the past. Oh, God, yeah. That was yeah. like him getting his guitar out and banging out a bit of Wonderwall, <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? It certainly it was. <laughs> 35 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That glorious. might be the last one of those left in that left peg. Listen, Hope not. Hope not. Mm. Now it's time for emails with PTD. You Johnny Haynes got in touch. Nihao Football Ramble. Uh, long-time listener. First time emailer messaging you from Hong Kong. Ooh. Johnny Haynes, uh, the great man. Johnny himself. Haynes of the manuals. Uh, whilst uh, messaging friends in the UK, my phone infuriates me by autocorrecting uh, Mohammed Salah's name to Mohammed Salah. Duh. Mm. Oh, right. Mohammed mm. Salad. Um, this happens every single time, and although mildly humorous, I think it's a sign for the Rumble to bring back one time only your famous players by categories. Players that could be in a salad. So far, I've got Mohammed Salad, Scott McTomato, <laughs> uh, Julio Caesar Salad, uh, Rob Green Salad, uh, and Salad Deli Ali Counter. It's just, oh, wow. it's just <laughs> slow week, is it? Just, yeah. It really is. Um, hello to uh, Guy Fraser. Hi, guys. You're here. Former Toon London legend uh, Steve Howie on Fighting Talk this weekend, revealing that Nigel Pearson's uh, nickname in football is Shark Eyes. <laughs> oh, oh. I can't stop thinking about it. He it says. Sounds like a. Like a Bond movie. Yeah. Uh, somebody uh, tweeted us, Mr. Sleepy Gaz uh, on Twitter slipped, uh, messaged uh, us that um, Sean Morrison, the uh, Cardiff defender, I think he was doing Movember. Uh, yes, and he's right. himself a nice big handlebar moustache. Oh, it's like a Hulk Hogan one. And yeah. now he's sort of bleached it yellow. Yeah. He looks like Hulk Hogan. I, I mean, I, but nobody seems to be oh, talking yeah. about it. If you Google him, he's just, it's nobody almost, mentions the fact that he looks like Hulk Hogan it's now. It's almost like Hulk Hogan, he's persona non grata for saying a lot of racist stuff. Nah, he's back, mate. Oh, he's back, is he's he? Back. He's reinvented himself, is he? Short memories in oh, the right. WWE. Mm, yeah. Speaking of Nigel Pearson, made. I think, I know we're probably not going to talk about this game today, but I think he might, big big, big shark eyes, might have a couple of those beady shark eyes mm. on, a, on a home win against Man United. Yeah, this could happen. Could happen. Mm. Could happen. Mm-hmm. There we go. Is that it, Pete? You're That's taking it. your glasses off, so I think <laughs> that's the end of emails. Is it? Yeah, I've got one of those. You know when you, you squeak your eye? Your eye feels a bit funny and you start rubbing it and then it makes a squeaky noise and then I was worried it was no. going to come out on the microphone. <laughs> you know you got... No. You are a robot, aren't you? No, there's no... Squeaky, the eyes don't squeak. Yeah, it, they do. It's only my fair... My heads don't lie, my eyes don't squeak. Guys, it's only fair that if Pete just removes his art, his glasses in the middle of his section <laughs> and doesn't say anything, <laughs> that we should read between the lines and know that emails are over. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> it's Romeo done, baby. Do you want to do the outro press jingle? I haven't done the dra- jingle. Right. I haven't done the outro jingle for ages. Just press any old jingle. Let's have yeah, a little see bit of... Go on, what, what we got? Get yourself some Donny's Duds. Okay. Oh, see? All right. You never know. What yeah. was that even for? That, I remember, to be yeah. honest. What a wonderful way to end the first half, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in the second half. That's you as well, Pete. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Now then, gentlemen, let's go back to the Premier League. Manchester City are up against Leicester City. It's the battle for second place, it would seem. Manchester City were victorious against Oxford United, 3-1 away in the League Cup this week. Better performance from Oxford United against them. They did pretty well, Oxford, in the second half. Had their chances. Yeah, they did okay. And, 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 um, you know, obviously the the quality told in the end, but they they didn't disgrace themselves at all. And Oxford have been having a bit of a wobble at the moment. They start... Recently, they were doing really well in League One, and mm-hmm. then, then they sort of dropped off a little bit. But um, I thought they gave a great account they of themselves. Really did, yeah. yeah. But as you say, the, the 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 Leicester game was rather enjoyable as well. And it was funny because Leicester raced into a two 0 lead, and you yeah. thought they'll be okay. But Everton at home, well, they, was... they had the opportunity to win it with a Jamie Vardy penalty. Yeah, right. At, obviously, mm. at the end, and so... obviously they'd been taunting him as well. Yeah, so, so he's obviously going to score so, it. So yeah, it's why won't people learn? But if Ancelotti watched that game, he will be particularly perturbed by Everton's defending for both Leicester goals. Yes. The second one was, I mean, Evans just had no one around him. Mm, he had yeah. the freedom of the penalty area. And the first one was, wasn't very good defensively either. So that'll be the, uh, the priority. Well, the quality of Davis's goal, he'll be quite pleased to see something yes, like that. Yes, that was a lovely that, finish. Yeah, yeah lovely um, finish. That's the sort of fight that Ancelotti will want to see as well. Obviously, you know, he's, a, he's an Evertonian. Well, he should. And he's what? He's still only 17, isn't he, Tom Davis? And like, <laughs> that, that sort of. Like, so, imagine Show the Rami Ogre. And yeah. Theo Walcott, who are they also <laughs> have in their ranks. Marcus, how do you think Leicester will approach this game at Man City? Because they've played in a certain way and they, they are exciting to watch and they go out to win games. Mm-hmm. But you wonder whether they will just change their style because they're playing City, a team we like to keep hold of the ball, and turn into the second half of the title-winning season <laughs> type Leicester yes. as opposed to the first half of the title-winning season. Of course, yeah. Well, I think that, uh, that Leicester like to uh, keep the ball and knock it around, as we still say. Um, but it's unlikely that they will out-knock around Manchester City. 
um, even though Chelsea managed to do it, of course. Mm. And they are very good on the counter-attack, though, Leicester City, with the pace they have. So you would expect that to be the ebb and flow of the match. You'd probably expect Manchester City to have the lion's share of possession. In fact, Leicester might even... Um, not happily, but concede possession to Man City yeah. because they're that good on the break with Vardy, the obvious one uh, up there, and midfielders who can get up and support him. So I, I'd be quite interested to see what Rodgers will do. I mean, yeah. he, he tinkered with the diamond. We know he likes that. He has played it with, with Liverpool. I think he might play a five across the midfield. Well, he might well do. With the diamond, yeah. it didn't seem to... He, he changed it, didn't he, against Norwich City? Um and they might go for a sort of a, you know, the 4 5 one, yeah, which becomes a 4 3 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a so real on. test of his sort of um, tactical nous, I suppose, isn't it? To go up against Guardiola and to go up against mm. uh, a City team that are obviously this good, especially with the, you know, the, I suppose the, the surprising position Leicester have found themselves in. I mean, we would say that. I'm sure he wouldn't because uh, you know, they've got a really good squad, clearly, and he's getting the best out of them. But. You know, he's he's at the top table mm-hmm. uh, and nobody really expected this. And it'd be very interesting <clears> to see almost how he regards Leicester's status on the pitch as to how he sets up at Man City. Does he have a go at them? Does he try and take Leicester's game to yeah. them or does he react to City's? I, I well, think, yeah, it's a I fair he, point, yeah. I think he ever heard me saying that they should be going for third on this show at the start <laughs> no. of the season. And he said, no, we're going second now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> going second well, you're right, Jim. Start. Yeah, because I immediately yeah. think, oh, the right to Man City, they'll probably play defensive, blah, 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 blah. Mm. But that's not how they've played all season, is well, it? Well, it's not. And, it, and yeah, he, he may well actually look at Manchester and say, well, they're not the team that they were last season. Well, you say that, but they don't concede goals, Leicester. No, they're, they're they don't. They're the best defensive side in the, in, in the, in the league, statistically. Yeah. And I know that doesn't necessarily mean they're playing a defensive style, they're playing Brendy ball, aren't they? I mean, Brendy ball, which is what he almost certainly calls it behind the scenes. <laughs> no, you are talking about football here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he I, I didn't it, say that. He would call it that in front of the scenes if he if he was saying that. He's not. He's not. Uh... I reckon he puts his arm round. Yeah. Um, Madison and says, "You want to play a bit of Brendy ball today?" Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Well, they have got Aston Villa, of course, in the uh, the League Cup semi final, mm. where it'll be a Manchester derby in the other one, which I think Leicester will be quite pleased about. Yeah. First semi final for them um, since two thousand. Well, when they won the competition. Exactly. Mm, My goodness, correct. is that yeah. right? Yeah. That'd be, that'd be great. Mm. This is also handy. You can just see the narrative. It's a local rival, so Jamie Vardy will score a hat trick. Yeah, Aston Villa. <laughs> is it a local rival? Oh, no, it's well, no, 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 I think I'm, it's considered a derby. I'm going to check it? it. I'm going to check it. And, and I want to know how many miles you think it is. What's this? Leicester Villa. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, West versus East Midlands, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have a little check, see. Distance between Aston Villa 45. and Leicester City is 32 miles. Oof. Yeah, it's actually I mean, closer than I thought. Yeah, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Uh, see. Uh, what about Manchester City? There's been a few suggestions that Guardiola could leave Man City in the summer. A few people have been talking that about that. That would be consistent with his, his patterns elsewhere, wouldn't it? Yeah, a li- little bit, yeah. Um, PSG are reportedly very interested, but they usually say that about anyone who's half decent. Mm. Um, now, with Arteta moving to Arsenal, which has angered Man City a bit, they haven't sort of stood in his way, but there was always talk that, that Arteta was being groomed to be Guardiola's successor. Yeah. Um, yeah, have six months at Arsenal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never speak of it again. Yeah, Back to Man City. Yeah, there's already talk that that is the case. <laughs> that, you know, if a, if you know if an opportunity comes up at City in the future, they'd be happy to talk to him about it. It's like, oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> Two weeks in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, you've got your first one out of the way, so yeah. it's not your first one. Well, I think, do, I do think, think this, this sort of uh, thickens the plot, Luke? I think it... Uh, do you know what I think does actually thicken the plot? is the fact that they've drawn Real Madrid in the Champions League. Mm. And I think when you fast forward to February, about two months' time, 18th or 19th of February, whenever it is, they play Real Madrid. And if they get beaten handily by Real Madrid, yeah. I'm not saying they will, but if they do, and they get knocked out in the in, in this at this stage of the Champions He's League... He's gone. I just think it, it's very, very hard if they find themselves in a position where they're out of the Champions League and they can't win the league, 
to 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 kind of reignite that, and would he have the desire to do so? Mm. So, well, generally the transfer window opens, so you never know. They could get a centre half or something like that. Yeah, well, that'll, that'll be four months too late. Yeah, five yeah. months too late. Well, but for yeah. champions, well, depending. Yeah, you know, I see what you mean. I yeah yeah. It is all eyes on City, really, come the summer because with with Arteta gone with that potential scenario. I mean, if they, yeah. but then, but then you could argue that if they won the Champions League, he'd probably go right. My work here is yeah. done. I think you know Arteta, uh, Arteta leaving isn't going to. I think they're too vi- affect what Pep Guardiola no, does. No, I, I don't. I don't think it is. Okay. And I, I, but I, but I do think that to me, this is probably going to come back to bite me on the bot bot. <laughs> but I, they're too vulnerable to win the Champions League. Yeah. They, they don't look anywhere near it. Yeah. And and that's a concern because that's what the project apparently is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless they were to get in, and I don't know who this player would be, but unless they would get to get in a centre-half who had the same effect as, as Virgil van Dijk did But they can't because he'll be cup-tied for the Champions yeah. League. Yeah, true. So, it's, it's, it, I mean, unless they find a, a little rough diamond somewhere. Unless they poach Soyuncu from Leicester. That could happen. <laughs> I mean, technically, in, 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 in a world that nothing... Yeah, it's not ruled out by the known laws of physics. Can technically happen. <laughs> that could happen. Indeed, it could. Yes. All right, then let's go uh, to uh, the Jose Mourinho derby: Spurs versus Chelsea. Now, this is an interesting one. Isn't Fourth it? versus fifth, Jim. Yeah. Mourinho is gonna chomp up Lampard's tactics. Give him a little lesson. Chomp up. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I know. I, 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 I think this this will be very much um, home win. Yeah, I, I do because I. Are I, you really? Yeah. I don't think either team are reliable enough to know what's going to happen. I know, but Mourinho will very much want to win this. I mean, he wants to win every game, but because yeah. it's Chelsea and because it's Lampard. He's got beef everywhere, though, to be fair. Well, he <laughs> In every he, dugout, he he's got beef or relationships beef. or narrative, you know. Narrative like, is Narrative, can I, give, yes. can I give you guys a very quick word from our sponsors, Betway, who will pay can. you as a winner in Ooh. this game, Spurs v Chelsea, if your team scores first. Yeah. The first goal wins. Um, so check that out. The T's and C's on the website. It's well worth mm. a turn off the head. Oh, nice one. Yeah, I, I think I think Mourinho will just be thinking, right, defend, beat them up, score yeah. the goals. Lovely old job. He will flatter Lampard as well. Yeah. Like it, like in the, in the pre-match stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it's already happening, he'll talk about how brilliant he is and it, it'll go on, it'll continue his charm offensive, maybe move it along from the ball boys um, <laughs> and then just try and get in his head, probably will get in his head yeah. and then uh, yeah I think Problem it, is neither be... team can defend you yeah, well this is yeah. true yeah but, but that's why know... I think this will be a classic Mourinho performance I think and it'll be 1-0 or 2-0 Spurs yeah I think we're going to start seeing clean sheets from Spurs soon as well because Mourinho's been there you know the longer he's there the more his style will set in and players seem to respond to it very very quickly and yeah. it's, but, it's but interesting Jim, what is his style now though well I think his st- I don't think his style is that different from how it's ever been like so much of it is about it's about that solid solid foundation isn't it and, and like nullifying the opposition and sometimes you don't notice that they're doing that because they do it so effectively like the game against Burnley where Spurs were just in complete control um, but that that's always been his MO isn't it it's the anti-Barcelona football that he is that he is very much deliberately sort of um, mm. um, bred and I don't mean that to say oh it's deliberately deliberately negative but as we know about Mourinho and his time at Barcelona he felt so put out by how he was treated there that mm. he he very deliberately tried to build an antithesis to the way they play and that's his blueprint generally so I, uh, I'll i be really intrigued to see, see how this one goes mm. well I mean if uh, Jose Mourinho was to take inspiration from Graham Sooners which we all do from time to time of course he will want Eric Dyer every, every day yeah. I've <laughs> the, got one of those calendars where you turn a, um, <laughs> you turn a a page off and it gives you another soon and there he is yeah. in his, yeah. in his I underwear. thought you were going to say it gives you another little patch of uh, 
patch of chest, chest hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it's like catchphrase. It is Saturday night. You go like for a, the medallion. Like a hairy ad- advent calendar. Mm. <laughs> well, they'll have Dyer and Sissoko and and, the, and so on in midfield. And and as soon as was recently talking about Jorginho and Kovacic being a bit lightweight in midfield, and he called them like five aside light like players. To be fair though, you could have him like commentating on boxing. I need to say that. Oh, <laughs> oh, that Tyson Fury. Lightweight. I fancy myself against him. Well, no, he's literally a heavyweight. Suda <laughs> said if he was in the tunnel lining up against Kovacic and uh, Jorginho, he said he'd be rubbing his hands together and licking his lips. Yeah, because the game, oh, because Graham's, because the last, in, in this context, the <laughs> last. Third, horny? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Imagine if you're in the tunnel, you looked yeah, over, Graves Sooners are there licking his lips. Marcus. <laughs> Any tunnel. Underground, underpass. Are. I'm not saying that Graham Sooness isn't an enlightened guy. Kev. I mean, some of the things he said more recently suggest that he perhaps is quite an enlightened guy. But in, in, the, in the world that just exists in the parameters of the midfield of a football match, mm. the last 35 years hasn't happened to Graham Sooness. Yes. And what he doesn't realise is the fact that running around like a maniac kicking the shit out of people. I think you're being a bit harsh on Graham. No, I'm not going to say that's what he was as a player He's because a he was a fine player, player. Yeah. and he, he, one of the best players that Britain's ever seen and there's no question about that. But I do think it's worth pointing out that you know there is a different way of playing in central midfield mm-hmm. now and Graham's initially acknowledged that. Man City do it a lot. <laughs> they pick up the yellows. <laughs> they do. Yeah, Further not, up the field. But they're not a 1970s in they're agricultural midfield. They might be saying they're just a bit lightweight. That's still a fair, fair... Comment to me. Sure, but if George Jr. is a player who moves the ball quickly. If he, if he, if he, I mean, look, I don't, I don't want to have to make this completely abundantly clear, but if Jorginho bulked up and became like a version of Adama Traore, no, he wouldn't better move the ball yeah. quick, No, he? but I don't think he's talking about physical size. I think he's saying that they maybe get pushed off the ball a bit easier. All I'm saying is Pete wants Isn't to fight him. Oh. Pete wants to fight him. I will. And, um, and we should make sex. that happen. We should make it happen. <laughs> In that order? And then make or love. Bit... 50-50. You want to fight him, have sex, and then make love. That is a very telling Fight him, make love, fight a bit more, then have sex, and then that's the sandwich. The sandwich. Okay. That's, that's, yeah. the, uh, that's, the, that's the all-day breakfast double. That's the club sandwich. <laughs> from uh, co-op. Um, <laughs> meal it, deal? But I think it is. Ah, sod that. <laughs> I refuse to be confined by any meal deals. Mm, well, I'll buy batteries. Damn yeah. I'll buy batteries, a sandwich, and then a coffee. Again, you're a robot. And who's going to stop me? Yeah. and that's yeah. Like, what you, you don't think so? I'm sure we can implement a law. Asimov's whatever law, law of robotics. Of robotics. Yeah. The, three, the three of us here have not so well read. Three, three of us in this room have not been able to stop you for 12 years, so I don't think no, we're yeah, the right people to try now. Wrong. Exactly. Um, what did you think of Daniel Levy's comments saying that Spurs are not afraid to sell Christian Eriksen to a Premier League rival in January? and then Come and get him. That is a come and get yes. him, please. Well, especially, Peter, when uh, it became apparent that Eriksen is out of contract in well, July when he'll I'm go bit, for free I'd be sitting tight <laughs> I'd be, I'd be that, sitting tight and enjoying yeah, all that I'm money I'm a bit confused because the, I saw the interview he gave in the Standard where he said we are relaxed about selling him to a rival he didn't say mm-hmm. Premier League rival he said to a rival which okay. could be read as being a Champions League rival for example I, yeah. I don't know but uh-huh. I, that's as far as I remember I didn't see the words Premier League used. I wonder if the, if the newspapers are a bit naughty there picking that up. Well, I, th- I think he means Premier League. I would be amazed if he if he if he meant overseas. But the, I just love the fact that they say no, we, we don't mind. No one else will sell to a rival. It's kind of like, the reason why you sell him is you get nothing for him. And come, yeah. come the summer, where he may well go to. I don't know. I mean, yeah, realistically, where Spurs are as a club now, they'll be in the Champions League next season. You would expect. I mean, he's only ever going to go to a rival. You know what I mean? He's not going to go to Burnley, is he? Yeah, but I, I think the, big, the the issue here is that Daniel Levy is trying to um, promote Spurs or himself or whatever in some sort of way, going, well, we'll do what, what no one else will. But the reason is because you're, you're desperately trying to sell him before the summer. Mm. 
It's a bit of a misnomer yeah, for me. Price. And before we move on, I should just reiterate that if um, you back Spurs or Chelsea in that game with Betway, the first goal, if your team scores first, you are paid out as a winner, effectively, and the T's and C's are on the website. That's Betway. That's Betway. I, th- I, think, I think it's all going to come down to Chelsea's um, forward players because they, they have been misfiring the last few matches, but they were really unlucky against Bottom. They had their chances. So, like... I don't know. I, it's all going to come down. This whole Christmas period is going to be so important for, for, for Frank Lampard. They've got um, Arsenal, Spurs, and then the other two is like Brighton and Chelsea. You, you kind of bat them to get. Well, they're playing themselves. Out of that. Sorry, uh, sorry, Southampton and uh, Brighton. <laughs> um, you'd think they, they, they get something out of uh, those two matches. But well, they yeah. need to if they want to keep that full spot. Yeah. Well, if Spurs win 3-0, they'll have it. <laughs> they might see you've heard it here first. Or you figured it out for yourself beforehand. Mm. Now it's time for Betway's four to score with Luke Moore. It is. Sorry, I thought we were going to do a bit on Watford, but we didn't at the end. Um, well, that's, you said that's in the my first fault. half that's that my we're not going to have a chance That's to do my it. fault, Marcus. <laughs> it's Whose my fault, fault is it? It's mine, but I'll find a way of putting it onto you, Pete. Um, <laughs> it's Betway's four to score. Four to score entry is free. Each week we'll be uh, participating in it for a chance to win a huge prize for charity. Another little Betway update is there's been a Christmas bonus on the four to score. Ooh. So now the jackpot has been bumped up for it to £100,000. And even if someone wins it, it will not drop below that sum for the next four rounds. Blimey. Oh, imagine what I'd do with that kind of money. <laughs> what would you do? Give it to charity. You Give have to. Charity. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah you have to. Charity. Damn it. Yeah. But the charity, in your case, would be a battery retailer. Um, all we got to do is pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches each round. And if you're correct, you win up to £100,000. Uh, just go to betway.com forward slash four to score. That's forward slash the number four and then to score. Uh, and make sure your selections are, of course, submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply. There's four games and there's four of us. Uh, Jim, you go first. You've got Bournemouth v Burnley. Mm, I think Eddie Howe had a lovely time at Stamford Bridge. He, he, he got his win. He's like like a kid at school that's had a win. But C- the problem of a, was... Courtesy of a looper. Courtesy of a late looper. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But... He's like a kid at school who's had a win. Yeah, he's like a kid at, sc- <laughs> he's like a kid at school that's had a good day. But okay. Ashley Barnes wasn't about that day. Probably playing truant. So if there's anybody that's going to come along and smash up old Eddie Howe's good mood yeah. I think it's Ashley Barnes and do you know out of interest when the last time Ashley Barnes scored a Premier League goal was um, long enough ago that it seems like one's due uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh actually apparently he scored one he scored two in November fair enough who's um, Barnes right, Hushley Gums um, Barnes out Peter you've got Aston Villa v Southampton I've got for midfielder Connor Hurahan who um, uh, scored midweek and he scored a couple early in the season and these things generally come in fours I've decided yeah. <laughs> he's so in my fancy team looking. so he's not going to score on the oh show. Luke don't curse me uh, um, I've got Norwich v Wolves and I've gone for uh, in form uh, tank uh, Adama Traore <laughs> yeah. I love, I love Raul Jimenez I love mess a, with us I love, exactly I love Adama Traore yeah. he's just a great player he's in good form mm. so I've gone with him Marcus you've got Man City v Leicester it's got to be Jamie Vardles Vardles yeah that's Vardy in case anyone's searching for Jamie Vardles yeah, uh, yeah it's got to be hasn't it I mean he was so close yeah. to scoring uh, Tim Krul uh, was credited with the goal of course and he'll be angry about that and yeah uh, and th- it's, it's going to be Vardy. I think he'll do the, the football equivalent of smashing into this house party <laughs> with a bottle of Skittles flavoured vodka <laughs> uh, and uh, and doing his thing. Absolutely. Um, so, four to score, of course, it's free to play. Go to betway.com forward slash four to score. Just select the four first, uh, first goal scorers in the four selected Betway games for a chance to win £100,000. It rolls over if no one wins it. Uh, further T's and C's apply. Get your selections in before the games kick off and do bet the responsible way. Lovely. Now it's time for going for Glull. So, the heat is on and the time is right. It's time for you, for you to play the game. Cause people are coming, everyone's trying. 
Ireland. I'd like to say a few things about the honesty of my squad. Okay. Every time we do go on for gold, Jim instinctively closes his laptop because he doesn't want to be accused of cheating. Mm-hmm. Luke Moore has his laptop open. <clears throat> I, I, was, I don't want to be distracted by the light. <laughs> Because I think it'd be obvious if I'm going to get you a laser pointer. <laughs> I mean, is anyone going to defend me here? Because he's implying that I'm cheating. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying. It'd be pretty obvious if you were. I want to talk about the honesty mascot. That's yeah. all. All right. I never, I never cheat this game. As people who've heard it, well, I know. No, you've you not won one. Anyone yeah. cheating in this game would not get away with it. It'd be very clear if you sat there googling. There's also a camera on me there. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, this one comes from Mr. Alex Wignall. Thank you, uh, Alex, for these uh, nominations. Carry on. I was born on. The- He's not loud enough. Give him a proper tap. He's not doing I'm it not yet. Doing it. Oh, that's, right. that, that's the joke. Oh, right. okay. Fucking prick. Yeah. <laughs> I was born. Agree. I was born. I was born on the 6th of September, 1980. Thank Good. you. There Thank we go. You. Right. Brilliant. God, cool. God I wasn't listening. <laughs> 6th of December, 1980. Oh. Oh, that is. Actually, you know what? I think that's the day. I think that's the, jo- the day John Lennon was shot. You reckon? Was well, the round there? <laughs> okay, it's, what are you going to do with that? Three hundred sixty-five to one. I'll give you. I'll give you the odds on that. No, he was definitely. He was definitely <laughs> shot around then. Stop, right. Jonathan Wood. Shot around his body. Uh, no, uh, no, it's not him. Um, I have been capped one hundred and one times in my country and played in three FIFA World Cups. Mm. Stop, Craig Moore. <laughs> Three World Cups. He probably has to be fair. Yeah. He's well, Australian. Australia. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. He might have done. <clears throat> He'd have played in two, maybe not three. Newcastle alumni. Uh, I started my career with Michelin Harcourt uh, FC, after which I joined my first European club, Standard Liège, in 1998, making 46 appearances. Then I made a move to Ligue 1 side Marseille. Sorry, what was the first team? Michelin Harcourt FC. (sighs) I'm going to go back and tell you where he was born. Rivers State. Rivers State. I moved to an English Premier League club in 2003 after a short loan spell and became the first African player to captain my side. Oh, hello. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, what a cool thing. <laughs> cool. What a cool thing. What a cool thing. As captain of my country, I lifted the African Cup of Nations in 2013. Oh, blimey. Beating Burkina Faso 1-0 in the final. Who was that? Come on. Who was that? It wasn't <laughs> Ivory Coast. Must, must be Egypt. Was it Egypt? No, I don't know. Was it? Uh, Egypt was... won a load round then, and then Ivory Coast. It was, was it, it was Zambia. Was it Zambia that won it with Harvard and Art? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they won it on penalties. He, he's, not, he's not Zambian. No, he's not. No, he's not he? Zambian. He's not from Ivory Coast. They both <laughs> won on pens. He's not Zambian. Oh, you did? No, you, did you say, what about the final? They just beat Burkina Faso, did you yeah. say? Yeah. Could be Cameroon. <clears throat> Cameroon or Egypt, I'd imagine. After scoring an own goal against Liverpool in 2009, I lost my place in the side, eventually moving to Fenerbahce. This is one of those ones where you thought you should mm. know it. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know it now, I don't think you will know it. I, th- I think he, I think Cameroon is right. I just can't think of a high-profile Egyptian Premier League player. Mm. Mm. How many clues we got left, mate? Final clue. Oh, fucking final clue. Again, there's about three clues these Seven days. Seven of them. You used to have about 15. And then I gave you an extra one, which makes eight. All right. Well, I look forward to that extra so one. So, sorry. There you go. <laughs> All right. He's born in Kono. Kono. That's got... Yeah, that's, that's not Egypt. <clears throat> no. So, he's West African. It's Nigeria didn't win it around then, didn't we? I just don't know who it is. Didier Zakora. No. No, he's from Ivory Coast. <clears throat> yeah, we don't know that this person isn't. 
What I mean, he won the Africa Cup of Nations. <coughs> it, it doesn't matter. It's not right. It's done now. Yeah, yeah. Final yeah. and ninth clue. Ninth. Even though I gave you two extra clues. I'm the joint record cap player for my country, sharing first place with goalkeeper Vincent Anyama. Now, which country is Vincent? <laughs> no, so he's, he's Nigerian. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. Nigerian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, stop! Is it, is, it, whoa, whoa, whoa. is it John Obi Mikel? It's not John Obi Mikel. Oh. <clears throat> I think I know it is. I think I know it is. Oh, after you've done it as well, you're going to give it? No, no, don't give it. Give it, Marcus. You've got a guess left. Uh huh. Yeah, I do. You've both got guesses left. <laughs> so have you. But um, there is a time frame that needs sure to be adhered to, isn't there? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, Jimmy. Can I have a little guess. You I, have a guess. I thought it was Obi Mikel. Yeah. If you've not got anything, just say because it's, this is a show mm. for people. Stop to over Femi Martins. Not over Femi Martins. It's not no. over Femi Martins. So <laughs> I no, will have just, to say, just... stop JJ Kotcher. Not JJ Kotcher. The winner of Goy for Gold is Alex Vignal with the player Joseph Yobo. Oh, oh, very good. So, Bollocks. Gutting. Time is right. It's time for you. But you would have played a game. People are coming. Everyone's trying. Lord. You pigs! Can I just say, there's, there's always a moment when you announce who it is, Pete, that Marcus and I, Jim doesn't do this because he's not as, as petty as us, mm. uh, where Marcus and I both instinctively for about a second look for a loophole. Yeah. And, mm. and then when there isn't one, well, I sort of go like this, oh, and Marcus goes, ah, yeah, and that's that. your ball. Don't you? Do you always do that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I can tell. I sort of think to myself, petty. no, I, I knew that. Yeah. Just can yeah. we... Just have another Pete guess. must have made an error. Punish yourself. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's eminently uh, possible, but... Joseph yeah. Yobbo. Yeah. Legend. 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 You see, thank you very much, everybody, for listening to the preview show sponsored by Betway. Of course, Football Ramble Daily will be back tomorrow with Greatest Games with myself and Jonathan Wilson. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Bye. Thank you, Jimmy Campbell. Thank you, Mikey Boy. Thank you, listeners. This was a Stakhanov production. Don't stop the recording. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.